This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. If you'd like to help support the show, please visit patreon.com slash reposted. Thank you for stopping by. You all know him and Larry and I love him. Today we are joined by our favorite guest who comes Woo! in the first Tuesday of every month. We said once it's like Christmas every time Larry or every time Brandon comes in. Christmas in August. Why not? Brandon Doble, check out his podcast, How I Got That Way. You can find oh, it anywhere good. you find podcasts. He's got some new episodes coming out that promise to be great. <laughs> I thought I came across this recently or it came into my purview again recently. I met this guy a few years ago and he told me self-control is a finite resource. And I was like, this guy's full of it. That's stupid. <laughs> and it's kind of been in the back of my mind for the past couple of years. And earlier this week, I, uh, Nicole and I settled in to watch some TV and I was like, oh, we got ice cream in the freezer. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to have any ice cream. 30 seconds later, unprovoked, Nicole's like, hey, you want some ice cream? I was like, yes. So I was like, maybe it is a bit of a finite resource. Like you can only do it so long. We, we read this article on Harvard Business Review that kind of goes into the depths of it. But I'm curious what you guys think. Have you ever thought about this or did this resonate with, uh, with either of you? I'll start with you, Brandon. Well, I read the, uh, yeah, I didn't realize this week I was going to have to be reading like medical journal research. And, you know, I was like, holy cow, Andrew's up in his game. Um, Next month's going to be an article <laughs> written in Latin and you're going to have to translate. <laughs> I'm ready. My Latin class will finally pay off. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought this was actually interesting because I'm reading this book mentioned to Larry called Breath. Uh, everybody's reading it right now. James Nesbitt something um, about how we breathe and, and, and the sort of the science behind breathing. Fascinating. And I was thinking about, because they, they referenced some studies that have been done in the article about people that, you know, they gave them this unsolvable puzzle and they quit and certain people got certain things. And it was like, he was trying to, this, this, the study said that it was finite, that your willpower is finite. But then this guy's, you know, uh, basically was saying that that's not true. And the first thing that I thought of when I read the article was the Shackleton expedition. Right, I, I'm sure you guys are familiar with the Shackleton. Yeah. Huge coat of the the, uh, the Antarctica. They get stuck out of snow, and like for two years, they like they they sail across the water, and not one guy dies on this trip. And I was like, so ultimate. And what this what the article was basically saying was that it's a matter of you know what drives you. It's a matter of the things and like so so. For instance, your ice cream thing is a great example. If you had in your head, you're like. I'm not eating ice cream because I got to go run tomorrow morning and I don't want to feel gross. It's I'm willpower. Is, it's, it's infinite because you have something else that's driving you. Whereas if you were like, ah, I don't really have anything to do. Yeah. I'll have some ice cream. Even though part of you might say, well, I shouldn't eat it. That was the thing that I took away from the article. And I, I was just thinking about those Shackleton guys. They, they had motivation to live. 
I'm going to cut Larry off real quick before he responds, but <clears throat> I think this is kind of adjacent to the, I think it's called the 99% rule where it's harder to do something if you're willing to do it 1% of the time than if you're saying 100% full stop, I'm not going to do it. I left the door open that maybe ice cream would be available. I've done things in my life where I've said full stop, it's not an option. And that way the temptation never comes there. But I, th I think that's kind of adjacent. But Larry, you seem like a strong-willed chap. Well, so I read this article and immediately thought of my partner here, Andrew Keller, where it said, if you're doing work and you get distracted by going to do anything else, you should stop doing that work because it's not the work that's meant for you. And I immediately thought, whoa, 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 whoa. Andrew Keller says you keep doing something until your knuckles are bleeding and you grind that out. You never give up. I immediately thought of you when I read this part. I don't think that's what he was saying in the article. I think that is what he I said. think what he was saying was basically that if you find yourself doing something and you're sort of distracted or bored, he said, take a break from it. He didn't say, don't ever do it. He was saying simply- No, no, he didn't say take a break. You're absolutely wrong. He said, you're doing the wrong thing and you should do something if else. It's, if it's an ongoing issue is what he said in the article. But if it's just a one-off and you can come back to and do it, but you're right. I mean, I, I don't disagree with that, that idea that- Sometimes we shouldn't grind it out. Sometimes we should know when to stop. Wait, I mean, Andrew I Keller. do think that you should know when to stop because I think like if you're going to start something, set up some kind of parameters. I would say a rule of thumb is like do it for three months. And if you hate it still after three months, then stop doing it. There's got to be some learning curve. Anything you're doing new from the beginning is going to be frustrating and difficult. And if you still hate it after you become proficient at it, then you shouldn't do it. But like if you quit, a, you start a new job tomorrow and it's frustrating on on Thursday and then you quit, then that's I think it's somewhere in between what, what you two are saying. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think that's a fair way to put it. I mean, I, I didn't get the sense of the idea of this quote and the article was saying that, you know, you're, you're not happy with your life or whatever. It was more about what how how finite or infinite is willpower. And I think that willpower is as infinite as life. Like until you die, again, I go back to those Shackleton guys. They kept pushing beyond what normal people would do for whatever reason, because they had a an impetus or they wanted to get back to their families. Something was motivating them beyond simply, I just got to survive on the ice. I mean, there was oh. that other article, the Greeley expedition where they ate, there was cannibalism and, and half the guys died or the concentration camps where where certain people lived because they had hope and others didn't, that's kind of willpower, right? Okay, the only thing that I would push back on the Shackleton and nobody Ooh, loves him more back. than me, uh, because I watch that documentary once a year just to toughen myself up. However, most people out there don't take boat trips in whatever era that was to some random place in Antarctica. He is not the gold standard of willpower. He, he should not be the normal of willpower. The normal person gets eaten by the snow or a polar bear and doesn't try to keep getting off the rock in Antarctica. No polar bears in Antarctica, but whatever the case is, know. that guy was like, he's just not in the same. Yeah, but that's not the point. The point is, the question was, is willpower finite? And they, the study was around this idea that they had took these two groups of people and they quit after so on. And his point was, well, they quit because the puzzle was boring. I'm saying their motivation wasn't there. I'm not saying that every person can go to the Antarctic and survive. I'm simply saying if your motivation is there, 
you will push on. So some people have the motivation. I think willpower is tied to motivation is I guess what I took from it. I think it's kind of also, it's kind of also your mental preparation before you go into something. Like you said, that puzzle, the study was basically people were given the choice to eat cookies or beets. And the people that restrained from eating the cookies were, everyone was given this puzzle after. And the people that were given the cookies gave up on the puzzle faster because it was boring. And I think your mental preparation going into something saying, I'm going to write a novel this year in no matter what, then like you're more willing to do it than like, I'm going to write a book at some point, like you're, you're probably gonna get distracted more. So the way my personality works is you set this framework and you set milestones and that makes you more set up for success. I do think this article, like the first uh, um, science experiment they quote where the guy was like saying, yeah, you can expand your willpower. You get tired and then you can be done. And that, then you feel like you deserve to watch Netflix the rest of the night. I feel like that's the American or the human being like, oh, I've worked hard enough now. I could shut the brain down and binge a TV show. Isn't there a famous book out right now called like Willpower Doesn't Work? It's pretty famous. I mean, it's, it's pretty popular about the read. fact that people try to use willpower to, to knuckle through everything. Like you said about Andrew at the beginning of like, just fight your way through it. And, and he's saying exactly the opposite. I would say that it's not that willpower doesn't work. It's that you have to find the right motivation to make the willpower work. Yeah, I mean, you can't white-knuckle everything. Um, Maybe a different topic, but Simone Biles, we would say, probably couldn't white-knuckle her way through. There was like, she needed rest, and she needed to be able to reset to safely compete in the Olympics. So, I mean... Well, the the last thing I would say about willpower, it's not free. It can't be free. Otherwise, we'd all be thin and know three languages. There's some sort of context to all of us in our situations because we all just can't grasp it as much as we want whenever we want yeah i think that's fair all right let's vote who thinks self-control is a finite resource i do i don't think brandon does i i don't think as long as motivation is there it's a finite resource i do not believe you're not motivated it's very finite all right well the three of us are putting an expedition (laughs) together if you would like to join us on a rerun of the shackleton expedition please reach out oh find us at reposted podcast on facebook Twitter, Instagram. I'm Andrew for The Polar Bear and Brandon. Thanks for stopping by.